Welcome to the sermon podcast from First United Methodist Church in downtown Bentonville. If you have questions related to what you hear today, or just want to find out more about the ministries at First United Methodist Church, please visit us online at fumcbentonville.org, or check us out on Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok. This is Psalm 79. Oh God, the nations have invaded your inheritance. They have defiled your holy temple. They have reduced Jerusalem to rubble. They have given the dead bodies of your servants as food to the birds of the air, the flesh of your saints to the beasts of the earth. They have poured out blood like water all around Jerusalem, and there is no one to bury the dead. We are objects of reproach to our neighbors, of scorn and derision to those around us. How long, O Lord, will you be angry forever? How long will your jealousy burn like fire? Pour out your wrath on the nations that do not acknowledge you, on the kingdoms that do not call on your name, for they have devoured Jacob and destroyed his homeland. Do not hold against us the sins of the fathers, and may your mercy come quickly to meet us, for we are in desperate need. Help us, O God, our Savior, for the glory of your name. Deliver us and and forgive our sins for your name's sake. Why should the nation say, where is their God? Before our eyes, make known among the nations that you avenge the outpoured blood of your servants. May the groans of the prisoners come before you by the strength of your arm. Preserve those condemned to die. Pay back into the laps of our neighbors seven times the reproach they have hurled at you, O Lord. Then we, your people, The sheep of your pasture will praise you forever. From generation to generation, we will recount your praise. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Good morning, everybody. All right. For those that don't know who I am, my name is Bill Fernandez. And for the next couple of hours, we're going to talk about a passion that I (laughs) deeply love, which is music. I mean, so... How much time do I have? About 15 minutes. Okay. So for the next 15 minutes or so, we're going to talk about a passion that I deeply love, which is music. So a few months ago, Michelle approached me and said, hey, we're going to do this really incredible sermon series in the Psalms and how music relates to that. And uh, so I said, she asked me to pick a genre and said, I'm in. So I think a couple weeks ago, it was Songs of Graduation. Last week was jazz, which I loved. It was fantastic. So for me, I, 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 uh, I played jazz uh, in high school and college. Um, next week, we're doing folk. I love folk and country music. When I met Kim, she introduced me to, to country. But when it came down to it, there was just one choice for me, and that was loud, angry rock and roll. Right? We'll get to that. We'll get to our decade in a little bit, Jeff. But... Yeah, it had to be rock and roll, because I'm a child of the 80s. But music has been a a part of my life since I can remember, and uh, my mom sitting over here was my influence, right? So I'm going to test some of your memory as we go back in history a little bit. So I remember listening to Bobby Goldsboro. Anybody know who Bobby Goldsboro is? Yeah, yeah. So the reason why I remember Bobby Goldsboro is because I had his haircut, and the only requirement you had to have was put a bowl over the top of your head and make sure it matched, okay? How about Jim Croce? Bad, bad Leroy Brown, right? 
Yeah, we all remember that. Kids, you're going to have to get with your parents and grandparents later to get that one. But by far, the biggest influence was Kenny Rogers and the first edition. Kenny Rogers in the first edition, you're laughing, but that's when it was, right? And, and, and so music was, was such a big part of my life. Ruby, don't let your love go to town. You guys remember that one from the first edition? Yeah. And this, this, this rule still holds true today. There's only one way to listen to music at my house or my mom's house or in our cars, and that's loud. It's got to be loud. They uh, bought me a drum set when I was five, and that experiment didn't go well. I don't think I had it very long uh, because probably like it was today, it's probably a little bit loud. So what makes a good angry rock anthem? Okay, simple verse, simpler chorus. Usually a guitar solo. Where is he at? Where's my guitar? There he is. Usually a screaming loud guitar solo or a long instrumental. But it's got to have passion. It's got to have meaning, right? There's a message behind the music, right? And again, as I told you, it's got to be loud. So we're going to go through a short history of music with you, of, of, of bands and people that have really set and still today have an impact on our music. How about in the 50s? Elvis, Blue Suede Shoes, rock anthem. Here's one they consider the very first rock anthem ever created, Rock Around the Clock, Bill Haley and the Comets. You guys remember? I remember because of Happy Days, right? Watching it on Happy Days. Okay, kids, this is one you're definitely going to have to get with your parents and grandparents and YouTube because I promise you've never heard it. But when you hear it, you're going to remember it for the rest of your life. Yakety yak. <laughs> Don't talk back. So I, parents, you guys can implement that right now for them. 60s, House of the Rising Sun. I'd forgot it was the animals in the 60s. I didn't realize that. How about Born to be Wild, Steppenwolf? Yeah, remember that one? 70s, everybody knows this song, and we sing it every time it's on the radio, Sweet Home Alabama, right? Here's one, and we're talking about how music can, can take you on a journey, and the scripture does as well. How about American Pie? Remember that one? That's a great song. The 90s. Getting in a little heavier. Thunderstruck, ACDC. Yeah. Now we're getting loud. Oh, you got your Rolling Stones shirt on. Thank you so much. Yeah. November Rain, right? I'm going to skip some decades. And how about today? You November Rain? Right. But today, there's, there's a queen of anthems, Taylor Swift. Yeah, I got some Swifties out here. Let me see my Swifties out here. There we go. There we go. So actually, on the record player is a Taylor Swift album. Man, she can bring an anthem, right? Good, bad, or indifferent, she's the queen of that. Blank space, shake it off. So kids, this is one thing I want you to understand. You guys have such a big impact on our music, and the music that you love today is going to end up being the music you love when you're my age because everything that I've listed is stuff that I listen to in my youth, and I, I still listen to. But I skipped the 80s on purpose, because that's my decade, and I think the best decade ever for loud, angry rock and roll. Okay, I started to wear a wig and spandex, but I figured that that, that, that wouldn't work, because it was big hair, big hair bands, loud, in-your-face 
music, I don't care. That was the 80s. I don't have the big hair anymore. How about Jump, Van Halen? Welcome to the Jungle. Prince, Purple Rain. Another ACDC, Back in Black. Rebel Yell, that just screams the 80s. Joan Jett and the Black Hearts, I love rock and roll. Kids, this is another one that I'm going to have to explain to you. We're not going to take it. Okay, so, so it was a, this is a deep, methodical song. Here's the chorus. We're not going to take it. No, we're not going to take it. We're not going to take it anymore. I have no idea what we're not going to take. All I know is you sang it out loud with passion, and you cried out, right? And that's the music that we love, and that's what loud rock and roll is. But as we, as we look into this passage, Asaph is a son of Levi, and he's a member of the Levites, and, and we see that he's just crying out, right? He's crying out for an injustice. So what we know about Asaph is he was commissioned by David to be the singer and lead worship in the temple. So he was a singer, he was a songwriter, and he was a poet. And as we read in First and Second Chronicles, he was also a prophet. So we don't know exactly when this was written, but what I see is the influence that David had on his writings, right? We look all the way through Psalms, and one Psalms is we're up praising, we're really good, everything's great. And the next one, crying out, right? And so what I love about music and, 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 the, and the Scripture is this is about an injustice. The very first song that Ashley sang today was about an injustice, right? And that's typically what we see in our music our songwriters, our bands have this incredible passion to come in and change the world, right? And here what we see is how Asaph is, is, is crying out as the Babylonians have destroyed Jerusalem and the temple, right? And, and for me, what I love about it is I can just feel his pain. I can feel his agony. And we see that through all the psalmists. And, and, and whether you're praising in these psalms or you're lamenting, it's open and it's honest and it's from the heart. This was a very volatile and political time. Has it changed any for us? Can you feel some of that and that tension in your life today as we're trying to figure out what's going on in our world and we are crying out with the injustices that we see across the world now? This is the same thing that we see here. And in verse 5, he cries out, How long, Lord, will you be angry forever? How long will your jealousy burn like fire? I love, I love the honesty that he has. He's not afraid. So as we look at this, loud, angry rock and roll kind of does the same thing, doesn't it? It takes you on an emotional journey, and, and it gives you the ability to just cry out. Cry out loud. And what I love about the Scripture is no matter how many times I read it, if I read it today, next week, or ten years from now, it's going to speak to me differently. Same thing for music that does that for me. I can listen to an album a hundred times, and depending on where I'm at, 
It's going to speak to me differently. Three weeks ago, we lost Kim's father unexpectedly. And as you can imagine, it was a, it's a rough time for the family. And I remember getting home, I think it was Friday night, Friday or Saturday night we got home. And we sit on the couch and just turned music on. Turned on my favorite musician of all time. And we sit there for hours. And at that moment, that music meant something completely different to us than I had any other times in my life that I listened to it. And that's what happens when we read the scripture as well, depending on where we are. There's two people in my life today that when they sing, they sing to my soul and they change me. And one is in this room today and it's Ashley Adair. And I tell her every time I can that God puts you here to change me, to sing to my soul. And the other one is David Gilmore. For those who don't know who David Gilmore is, he is the lead singer uh, and lead guitarist for Pink Floyd. And that might sound odd. I have been a huge Pink Floyd fan my entire life. And um, that was actually what we put on. We put on the album Momentary Lapse of Reason and, and listened to that album. And we're a going to play a song here in a little bit from that album called Turning Away. But it was different that night. It was different. He moved our emotions. He allowed us to mourn. And it, it, it allowed me to know that Bob is in a different, healthy place. He took away our sorrows, took away my sorrows for a moment. And that's what music will do if we'll allow it, which is the same thing that scriptures will do as we allow it. We gave third grade Bibles out a couple of weeks ago. And we sit up here and uh, we told the kids that depending on what your feelings are, when you search the Bible, it's going to tell you something different based on that day. And that's what I love about this series is as it ties the two together, the music. And if you guys are, are, are reading along in the... Um, journey the Bible. Last week, um, day 134, I love this. It says, cast your burden on the Lord. It means that God not only can carry your burden, God can also carry you and God will support you. God is strong enough to do both. So we need to release ourselves to God and receive the love and power of the Lord. He's got big shoulders, folks. We get to yell. We get to cry out. In those times, also I wanted to read a, a small scripture in Psalms 30, verse 5. For his anger lasts only a moment, but his favor lasts a lifetime. Weeping may remain for the night, but rejoicing comes in the morning. If you take anything away from today, it's okay to cry out. It's okay to be angry. Because God can handle anything we put on him. So as we... Get a little loud today with our music, right? I want to uh, really quickly read the words of the song that we're going to sing next. And it's from that album I talked about, and it's On the Turning Away. And it's about an injustice. On the turning away from the paled and downtrodden and the words they say which we won't understand. Don't accept that what's happening is just a case of other suffering or you'll just find that you're joining in the turning away. It's a sin that somehow light is changing to shadow and casting a shroud over all we have known. 
unaware how the ranks have grown, driven on by a heart of stone, we could find that we're all alone in the dream of the proud. On the wings of the night, as the daytime is stirring, where the speechless unite in a silent accord, using words you will find are strange, mesmerize as they light the flame, feel the new wind of change on the wings of the night, no more turning away from the weak and the weary, no more turning away from the coldness inside, just a world that we all must share. It is not enough just to stand and stare. Is it only a dream that there'll be no more turning away? This is about the least, the last, and the lost, folks, and that's what Jesus tells us where we're supposed to be. So today, remember, it's okay to cry out. God's got you. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Sermon Podcast from First United Methodist Church in downtown Bentonville. If you would like to let us know you were here, follow the link below to connect. To participate in worship through giving, you can give online at fumcbentonville.org or on Venmo at FUMC Bentonville. FUMC Bentonville welcomes all. Because we believe the communion table is God's table, we invite everyone into our church family. We welcome and celebrate every race, gender, gender identity, sexual orientation, marital status, age, physical and mental ability, national origin, economic station, and political ideology. We come together in action and outreach, aspiring to follow Jesus' example of radical hospitality, love, and grace as a transformative movement in our community. Please join us for worship on Sunday mornings at 9 and 11 a.m., both in person and on Facebook Live. All are welcome, and we'd love to have you with us. Grace and peace.